Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 238 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. India remained unbeaten at the World Cup with a massive 243 run win against South Africa at Eden Gardens and seemed the top spot in the round robin phase with one game to spare. while the batting unit fulfilled its responsibility by setting a formidable total of 327 the bowling unit made sure the clash between the top two sides at the tournament was rendered a no contest by running through the proteas the visitors were bowled out in just 27.1 overs for a paltry 83 and this episode will focus on all major talking points from this encounter On the podcast today we have Veenachita. She is a cricket enthusiast and is currently pursuing her final year of masters in media and communication studies from Christ Deemed to be University. She aspires to be a sports presenter and commentator. Watching cricket and discussing it is her passion and soon going to be her profession. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi Nachita, welcome back to Never on the Backfoot uh, podcast. I'm again so happy to have you back on here and uh, we again unite for such a happy occasion, you know, because India has made it like eight wins out of eight at the World Cup. So uh, let's start with uh, your opening thoughts on this mammoth 243 run win and uh, your uh, feelings about it. So hi Neha and so good to be back on your podcast. It's always lovely talking to you about cricket. So yeah, of course, eight out of eight wins in the World Cup. How else could the World <laughs> Cup get better? And that to India playing at home. So extremely happy about how India is performing, and it looks like in a great form with the perfect playing eleven, like a balanced team, and each and every member of the squad is in a great form. and i think the energy this time looks something different it's it looks different the vibe that you get when india is playing is different it looks so positive when they get on to the field i haven't seen india uh, like there were occasions where they were put into challenge in the first game also when they were playing against australia but the way they are coming back the way they are coming back with such uh, amazing form and they are mm-hmm. just taking up the challenge and coming so well so so happy for the performance that the team is putting up definitely a lot of positives uh, that have been working so well in india's favor that we will discuss through the length and breadth of this episode but uh, what do you make of the eden garden surface now we saw very contrasting uh, batting performances <laughs> you know put up by uh, both the sides so uh, what are your thoughts on that so uh, i think so the uh pitch was really slow in the first innings as well uh apart from the first 10 overs that the india got off to a really good start in the first 10 overs apart from that i felt the pitch was really so if you see the batting of indian side as well like mm-hmm. when virat kohli and uh uh shreyas ayer were batting in the second half of the second 10 mm-hmm. overs uh like from the 11th to the 20th over you saw only 33 runs came of that 10 overs that means the batters were struggling to face the ball the pitch was really slow but the uh when we see the batting of south africa india could manage that uh slow pitch because they batted really well 
they stood there they faced the slower balls they faced each and every ball with like a very determination and i would say they they batted through the innings while when it came to south africa i felt that they were a bit nervous and after losing quick wickets they couldn't manage that and they couldn't come back in the game so after losing a few quick wickets south africa didn't have that uh, i would say they were mentally somewhere in a very uh, low phase i could say and i could see that the the team just collapsed such mm-hmm. greating uh, such a great batting order they have and even south africa was looking is one of the strongest team in the tournament the way they have played throughout the tournament they could just not come up with the uh, batting the pitch was slow throughout the game and uh, i feel india took a really good decision of batting first because Absolutely. i was a, uh, i was skeptical when i heard because eden garden is one of those pitches when in the second innings the dew factor comes in mm. and sometimes the outfield is really good to like uh, bat on to and ball comes really nice sometimes you've seen it that in the ipl as well but this time the pitch looked really like a very spinner friendly pitch it was so you know what happened rest so yeah that's what i feel of the pitch <laughs> definitely and you know my next point is actually going to be that now india won the toss and they actually decided to bat first and again we had quite an interesting start with the bat you had rohit sharma and uh, shubman gill you know providing that much needed impetus right at the top of the order so uh, through this uh, tournament you know how would you look at uh, their presence right at the top of the order you know consistently delivering when the team needs them the most absolutely rohit sharma and shubman gill have provided india with one of the strongest like starts that india could get of course gill missed a couple of games in the beginning mm-hmm. due to his ill health but after coming back i thought he might take some time to just settle in because he was coming from dengue and uh, recovering would be difficult for him i that was that were my initial thoughts but mm-hmm. the way he's come back and he's been in a great form since like i think since the ipl he has been great he has been in a great form and uh, them giving a solid start and if you see all the eight games that india had played except for the australia one where we lost a couple of wickets and couldn't make a, a big partnership in the beginning like the opening partnership was not that great apart from that the top order has provided india with like the great start and mostly uh one of the top 3 has there uh, has been there till the end and finish off the game even they got out in the end end when the match was almost in the con- in control mm-hmm. so uh, apart from that india's batting looks exceptionally well both rohit and shubman exceptionally well they are playing rohit sharma the way he started off in this game the kind of uh, batting performance we saw from rohit in this game especially against south africa was something different if that person mm-hmm. would have stayed at least 5 to 6 overs more india would i could i thought india would have scored something around 350 360 at least because he's playing he was playing so well 
Certainly. And uh, now, you know, with your openers also performing really well, you have Virat Kohli, right? Whose presence in that uh, batting order has been, again, quite refreshing. And through the World Cup, we've seen him assert his uh, presence there. So in the context of this match, how would you rate his knock? Now, it's a special 100, you know, it's coming on his birthday, you're equaling a record. So contextualize this knock for us. Virat Kohli is India's, what shall I say, he's the... He's the uh, heart and soul of the Indian cricket team. <laughs> yeah. And him playing such a knock on such a special day, of course, it was a very um, momentous day in his life. It was his birthday. He played a very good knock. But I would say his presence, not just in the batting order, but in the team, adds up to the adds up to the whole atmosphere like it brings in so much positivity in the team mm. itself I, India was uh, going through a phase when Virat wasn't playing well and India was so much dependent on him but now with other players coming in the middle order with Surya with Shreyas with Rahul he himself is getting some time to accommodate and set himself and yes he can play his cricket he can take his time and just settle in and bat calmly so that is also giving him a lot of uh, help. It's getting him. It's uh, he's getting a lot of help from his uh, teammates as well, who are just coming and taking off the pressure from him, like the mm -hmm. way Shreyas batted in the game. I felt he took out a lot of pressure out of Virat because that's why he could just stay longer and take his own time to build his innings, and that's what makes him uh, a cut above. And that's how he used to play. He used to take time till he reaches his 50 or 60. And then he used to just accelerate the gears of his leg. And he used to just uh, bring the innings to a different level. And yeah, of course, the 49th century, the whole world, the whole country, everybody was waiting for it since a very long time. It took a mm -hmm. lot of time for him to get here. And yeah, and a couple of misses, of course, the previous match, he just got out of like, we. everybody thought it would come in Vankhede. But uh, no worries, it came in uh, Eden Gardens and we're hoping that he reaches to the 50th mark really soon. And in mm. this World Cup, that will make it even more special for him. Definitely a home World Cup and, you know, Virat Kohli scoring those daddy hundreds is certainly a sight that all of us uh, will, you know, sort of look forward to. And I'm glad you brought this point of Shreya Sayar because he has been constantly under fire and uh, that's, you know, largely because of his uh, inability to play that short ball really well. But his calm and composed 77 was, uh, you know, very helpful in terms of, uh, you know, negotiating those overs in between and playing that perfect second fiddle to Virat Kohli as well. So, uh, what are your thoughts on um, his performance? And uh, it's not like this, right, that remind us of uh, what an important fixture he's in that uh, Indian batting. Yeah, for sure. Shreya Sayar has been uh, one of those players who uh, has been looked up to in the Indian team. And I love the fact that the team, the way the team is backing him up, uh, the few initial games that he played, he might not have scored that many runs, but the last two games that he played, exceptionally well and the way he bat the way he's batting not many uh, he's not taking too many risks he's batting in a very composed manner he's mm -hmm. he knows what the team needs at that particular point and he's working on those skills he's batting with a very like calm and composed as you mentioned uh frame of mind and that that as i mentioned earlier as well 
it it is helping uh, it helped virat as well to just build up on his innings so when there was a time when uh, shreyas could just go and just change gears and like hit a few couple of boundaries and just take the pressure off and maintain that run rate so virat ko it helped virat as well to just like um, uh, build his innings and shreyas ayer is one of those players who anybody would look up to in the near future he's a very a promising talent that india has uh, produced in the, over the years and uh, yeah that he performed exceptionally when i'm looking forward to see him bat more in the world cup agreed and uh, had it not been for the spate of injuries he had i think shreyas ayer would have been you know the next uh, big thing but with age on his side i definitely see him achieve a lot more uh, coming ahead and i'm sure you would agree with me as well now even in the sure. absence definitely <laughs> Yeah now even in the absence of you know Hardik Pandya you have the likes of uh, Suryakumar Yadav and Ravindra Jadeja who kind of played that finisher role for team India their handy knocks of 22 and 29 respectively i think gave india that perfect finish right yeah for sure and uh, of course it's a loss for india losing hardik pandya in such a big tournament we know what that player brings to the team not just with the bat but with the ball he's like a complete all-rounder that um india will miss in this world cup but as you mentioned sky and ravindra jadeja both of them uh can be a good replacement for him because we know what these two players are capable of and we saw jadeja uh putting up a great performance with the bat and with the ball in the game that india hmm. played lastly so and jadeja has been there in the indian side since a really long time and we know we can rely on such experienced player he bring he comes with uh, comes with a lot of experience as well of playing ipls and t20 leagues and of course one day one day international and ravindra jadeja is one of the finest all rounders i would think that could replace hardik in such a situation hmm. and yeah the quick 22 and 29 that these guys had put up brought in like that uh, extra runs that the team was thinking of and uh, mm-hmm. i think virat mentioned this in his post match uh, talk as well that they were the team was aiming something around of 303 315 of that sort but when they reached to a 326 mark they were pretty sure that they could just defend the total because uh, on a pitch like eden gardens uh, they and especially on that day they thought that a par score would be somewhere around 300 but that extra 20 29 runs that these two players brought in hmm. helped a lot like to reach that oh, above average score on that, that pitch that day i agree because you know putting up a total like 326 uh, was you know a big uh, positive for team india because it meant game on so did you think that uh, south africa you know who have had this reputation throughout the world cup for <laughs> always putting up a big first innings total would actually be able to uh, chase it because uh, chasing hasn't really been their forte so uh, did you see them chase it through yeah of course i saw the whole innings that they played i felt uh, south africa losing their quick wickets like initial quick wickets they couldn't just come back the way it, even india has been in this spot in the first in uh, in the game against australia when they lost quick wickets and uh, losing big wickets such like rohit sharma and their openers was difficult for india but the way they came back with they they 
took their time they played the few maiden overs they played a few like they rotated a strike did not go for the big hits in those games but i felt south africa somewhere just lacked that after losing the quick wickets they couldn't just come back hmm. and uh, of course they were looking a great side and everybody was anticipating this game to be a big one because south africa and india are the two uh, teams that are in great form in this world cup so uh, uh, them being uh, like just collapsing like this in within within 100 runs was something that was shocking to see because each they have had the most number of hundreds from their side i think there were mm-hmm. eight or nine hundreds that came from south africa's side so everybody was expecting it to be a good chase and not a, not even if if not a winning side south africa would have been at least a tough fight it would have given to india like maybe reaching to like a near total or everybody was expecting that from south africa but it just collapsed so mm-hmm. yeah and going ahead i see that south africa should focus on this uh, them chasing because i think temba babuma when he was asked uh, about them chasing because yeah as you mentioned they are known for this uh, putting up big totals in the first mm-hmm. innings but when temba babuma was asked how are they thinking about the chase and everything he they didn't have a plan that mm-hmm. is where i think they lack they didn't have a plan how to chase big totals and india has seen it all like they've they've chased they've defended in the first few games the concern was india's chasing well but will they be able to play well in the first innings will they be able to defend big totals mm-hmm. they did consecutively they defended such big totals and win and they won with such huge margins like with 302 and then 243 This is a huge margin to win at a World Cup stage. So yeah, of course, that's 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 what I feel. That's actually well put, and uh, we will do a post mortem of what went wrong for South Africa in detail as well. But just uh, looking back at even the uh, bowling outing they had, right now you have the likes of N. G. D. Then you have Marco Janssen, Kagiso Rapada, Akshay Maharaj, and Shamsi. Now all of them pocketed a wicket, except uh, of course you know Rapada and Maharaj. The rest were very expensive. So what do you think happened there? Like were they not able to apply themselves to the conditions, or were the Indian batters? Uh, It's too good for them on the given day. I feel uh, South Africa uh, came back into the game uh, during that eleventh to twentieth over phase while India was batting. Hmm. They bowled really well. They bowled in like perfect length and line. Everything was perfect, and they literally controlled the. They were trying to put India in, under pressure, but I feel again the way. Virat and Shreyas, that partnership, that partnership was very crucial at that particular point. Mm. If India would have lost a few wickets during that time, I felt India could have like been under the spot. Mm. But the batting and with the calm and the composed mindset that India batted through the innings was something that. And once the partnership grew larger, when they crossed the hundred mark and everything, then I felt the south african bowlers they didn't uh, they didn't they were not able to come back into the game they were not mm. able to bring like put in that pressure against against india so yeah of course like ingidi and um, marco jansen they both are, they're really good uh, bowlers and 
throughout this World Cup, Marco Janssen has been really great and he's been taking a lot of wickets as well. Although the bowling attack is very good of South Africa and South mm-hmm. Africa as a team is playing really well in the World Cup. But I think it's just... I, I would just say it's the Indian team's charm that just... Uh, that just... <laughs> uh, Got the while, better? Uh, could not... Yeah, they just... Uh, they were better that day. And yeah. That really showed because now South Africa folding for a docile 83. I mean, I don't think there's a lot to say about that batting collapse because when you just look at India's bowling, you had uh, Jaddu, uh, you know, scalping five wickets, then uh, Shami and Kuldeep taking two wickets each and they just simply excelled, right? This way, uh, the back of South Africa's batting was just broken. So uh, what were your thoughts on uh, the Indian bowling and through the World Cup again, you know, we've seen how it has been uh, shaping up. So, uh, good signs for Team India heading into uh, your knockout stages and eventually the final, perhaps? Of course, India, I think since the very beginning, like the, since the very first game, India's bowling has been its strength. Hmm. The biggest strength, and it's not much talked about, I would like to say that, because everybody knows like how Rohit is performing, how Virat is performing, how these, the batting unit of India has been performing. Everybody talks about it. But I would like to take this uh, like special mention for the bowling attack since the very first game. Hmm. The way they are controlling in the... I think there was uh, in the game against England and the game against New Zealand as well. The way India bowled. There was a time when uh, it felt that, okay, the opposition is batting really well and they could have put a big total for India. Are to chase, but it was the bowlers that brought uh, India back into the game, especially during the death overs. The way they have bowled, all the, all all the bowlers, I would say, just like not only Jadeja and Shami, but like Kuldeep, Bumrah, each and every one has been exceptionally well. And even Shami mentioned this uh, when he I I heard him in the post match in the last game that mm. each and every bowler has this trust and confidence on each other that anybody can come and anybody can take it. That's the kind of team bonding and the trust they have, and that's that's what is shown on field as well. Mm. Any bowler can come and just scalp wickets field. Yesterday, uh, the previous game was Jadeja's day, and he just he was bowling and he was getting a lot of help from the pitch as well. So, bowling unit looks exceptionally well. And of course, going ahead, having such a strong bowling unit hmm. would help in the knockout stages. You never know, you might have to defend a total, a smaller total as well. You never know, you might have to defend a smaller total. Yeah. And putting up such bowling performances like um, getting out the whole team out for like 83 and the previous game as well. India can defend any total. Like Even if they are defending maybe a 200 hmm. or maybe a 250. Having such uh, bowling unit is definitely a plus point for us. Absolutely. And now when you look at India, they would be so happy, right? Coming from this when you have all your departments, uh, you know, really stepping up when the team needs it the most. Uh, the off-field camaraderie is really showing on-field and everything is looking quite positive. But are there still any areas that, uh, you know, need ironing and any deficiencies that kind of need to be addressed? Uh to be very honest, this time I feel uh, there are no such loopholes to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there are a bit like, of course, fielding is great. And sometimes you might 
feel like oh this could have been done or this but this time everything looks perfect the fielding looks on point india hasn't missed much chances as well and batting of course we discussed how the mm-hmm. batting order and every each and every batsman is performing really well the bowlers i feel this world cup is india's world cup <laughs> because the way they are performing the they have not left anything that uh could be talked about or that like oh this is where india is going wrong and they should control this that these concerns we had in the previous world cup yeah. how the middle order was not performing well we didn't have a proper middle order batsman to just back up and take the game to the finish line and that was one of the reasons why india couldn't uh, get to the finals in the previous world cup but this world cup india has addressed all its loopholes so just it looks just perfect for me absolutely and uh, now you know we've spoken so much about india and all the things that worked well for them but are there any areas that south africa would you know look to work on from this match and uh, although they have qualified and they look like a good team and this loss is just an aberration but uh, do you see anything that south africa would want to take away from the game for sure i think the batting the way just the way it just collapsed uh they should have more clearer plans when it comes to chasing because the previous game they have lost i think two games in this world cup and both are while chasing so i think chasing the total is one of their concerns uh they should work on that and how there should be a clear plan and process how how do we go about the chasing aspect of the game because you never know in the knockout stages you might have to chase you can't just always uh, bat first and make those big totals it's not possible for it you might have to chase and the way they just collapsed has so many uh, issues to address their top order if the top order cannot ju- uh, if the, the top order uh, gets out early mm-hmm. how the middle order middle order or the low middle order should just take up that charge and uh, make sure that the team gets to the uh, line and wins the match so i think they should address their chasing aspect of the game because they apart from their apart from that the bowlers are doing pretty well hmm. and even the batsmen are as uh, it's not like that ki uh, the batsmen are not in form or they are not able to play they are playing well they are a, they have uh, been accustomed to the conditions of the indian conditions as well hmm. so i feel they should just have a clear process and a clear plan to how they should make sure that they can chase well in the rest of the tournament definitely and uh, as we talk right we see how maxwell is leading the charge for australia and uh, really taking them home right but when you look at india on the other hand you it's a total team effort right you have every single member who's contributing so even as india heads to the knockouts uh, who do you see as you know potential uh, teams that could actually challenge us i mean you have the likes of australia and uh, south africa as well but do you still see india as this well rounded unit and i remember in an earlier conversation as well you had mentioned the law of averages and you know how uh, that could also factor in like you know having such great spotless performances and that choking aspect in the uh, knockouts is something that could uh, haunt us perhaps so uh, of course the law of ra- averages is one scare that i still have in the back of my mind i'm not just i'm not talking about it much because i really feel and i hope that india gets through <laughs> and just wins all the game but uh, i think uh going ahead in the knockout stages it's 
still skeptical who the three and four will be. Hmm. And uh, if India plays against Australia, uh, Australia had a rough start in this World Cup. Hmm. A few games they lost and a big ones. They lost a few big games. I didn't like nobody expected that Australia would. At, at one point, Australia were at the tenth uh, on the tenth uh, position uh, in the in the yeah on the tenth position in the points table as well. And now coming from there, winning back to back matches, putting up such amazing performances. Maxwell playing incredibly well. I think if India bats, uh, if India has a match against Australia, it would. Uh, like they would like to challenge them because they have uh, lost against India in the very first game hmm. that India played. So I feel Australia would challenge them because they are coming out of this. Uh, they have had their losses. They have seen the downfall and then they are coming up. So that is a very good thing. And India, uh, of course, they are playing really well, exceptionally well. Hmm. But still, they have not seen that downfall in the when we talk about such a big tournament hmm. and I don't want India to lose of course nobody will want no Indian would want that yeah but uh, still Australia has seen that hmm. like the dip and then they just rose to such a great performance so Australia would challenge them definitely and Afghanistan uh, Afghanistan is playing really well no doubt about it and with uh, they've seen like we've seen how the team has progressed through the tournament hmm. But still, when it comes to an experienced side like India, they might uh, not uh, put up their A game. Even if they do, they might lose. Like, they might have this uh, point in the game where they can just dip for uh, some while and India could just take that opportunity and win the game. Because hmm. they, they lack in the experience of such big games and how to just tackle those precious, precious situations. So, yeah, I feel Australia is one of the, like, and being the most, uh, they have the most number of titles as well. So, mm. they come in with a lot of uh, experience and a baggage of expectations from their nation as well. <laughs> I mean, Australia is a prolific team, uh, no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, before we move on to the whole knockouts part, we still have another group game versus Netherlands. So, any key matchups you're looking forward to and any predictions like, you know, would India still want to opt with a similar combination that they've done so far in the World Cup? Or do they want to rest a few players? How do you see uh, that play out? Okay, so against Netherlands, of course, uh, this match is, to be honest, like India have nothing to lose in this game. Hmm. So, they could go for uh, a different team combination in one one aspect of that. But uh, what I feel is they should not change the playing eleven. Hmm. We have such a uh, nice and balanced playing eleven that the team is going for. And uh, that if it might change the dynamics of the team if you change new players here and there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, the team looks perfect. They should not go for any changes from my my and what I think. But they they will also look for like because the big games are coming up. They might want to rest their big players unless because Netherlands is like a game. It's a game like India will think okay yeah we can yeah, go through like we can just get away with it easily yeah. and they have nothing to lose at this stage. So they yeah. they're not they're qualified. They'll stay at number one because they have such amazing run rate as well as the points so yeah and uh, because the game is happening in Bengaluru 
like at Chinnaswamy and we all know how the Chinnaswamy pitch is it's batting friendly we have seen in this World Cup as well coming like such big total like previous game 402 like New Zealand was amazing in that game Hmm. It was the rain that changed the, <laughs> that changed the complete dynamics of the match. But uh, yeah, it's a high pit, like high scoring uh, stadium, and uh, Virat Kohli being the uh, he's been he's the king of Chinnaswamy. Everybody mm-hmm. loves him in Bangalore. The crowd support, everything would be amazing to see. Hmm. So yeah, I'm looking forward for the game, and let's hope that India continues the winning streak. Absolutely. Three more games and the cup is ours. (laughs) So, Nichita, now, you know, we have uh, reached the end of our uh, discussion. So, do you have any final thoughts, (laughs) words of wisdom or even a message for our listeners? So, I... The final thoughts would be, yeah, of course, in, in the World Cup is happening in India... India is looking in great form. All 8 out of 8 wins. And definitely like any other Indian and any other cricket fan at this particular point, I would want India to win the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah, that's how, like, that's all are my final thoughts. And like, not to jinx it, but I wish and I hope India wins this World Cup and the, they bring back the Cup to us after so many years. It would be really get, great winning again on our home ground and like home country so yeah that's it from my side I would say <laughs> definitely Nishra. that's actually a fitting conclusion and for all of us you know ardent uh, Indian fans uh, it will be a really special moment if India can pull that off you know uh, in this uh, knockouts especially where we have this reputation of you know not being able to go further especially the last 10 years have been witness to that but uh, here's hoping yes. you know all of these positives uh, kind of just come together for us and we eventually can, you know, lay our hands on that ICC trophy. And yeah, on that note, uh, I'd like to draw curtains on our discussion. Thank you so much, Nichita, you know, for joining me again on the podcast and, uh, you know, volunteering to be a part of this discussion. We discussed some amazing pointers from this game and I hope our uh, listeners can resonate as well. And here's hoping to have you back on the podcast. So until next time, stay safe and take care. Bye for now. Thank you, Neha. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and threads and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter, now called X, for the latest facts, updates, fresh content and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season. Never in the back foot is also on YouTube, so make sure to subscribe and press the bell icon for all the latest notifications. The audio podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Overcast, Spotify for Podcasters and many other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.